0: greetings 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 in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth greetings to the body of christ this morning what a time to be alive in I like to bring the body of christ for we still sing his goodness even today the year is still fresh the year 2022 and it is by the grace and the message of god that we are still alive this simply means that god is not done with us yet he he still has a plan and purpose that he wants to fulfill through us and i greet you all in the name of jesus christ of nazareth i hope everyone is doing by. i hope we are all kept under the grace and the mercy of god please allow me to submit to you this morning as i want us to go through the word of god and 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 and, and tackle some things that i believe it is very fundamental things that we have to talk about as the body of Christ. And I believe with all my heart that 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 is where our victory lies. That is where our victory lies. And I really want us to talk about the subject called access not ownership access not ownership Please allow me to submit to you that in the kingdom of God we are not owners we own nothing but by the grace of God, God has given us the access to everything. God wants us to know that he has given us the access to anything that we want. But we do not own it. Let me repeat. God has given us the access to everything that we want. Anything in everything that we can think about. As the child of God, God has given you the access, but not the ownership. Why? Because in the kingdom of God, people who are owners, they become rebels. In the kingdom of God, people who are owners, they are rebels. You start to own things in the kingdom of God, you become rebellious, yes, so God has given us the access and he wants us to know that he is the only one who owns everything and therefore we cannot claim that we own anything in the kingdom of God, we cannot claim to own anything, we cannot claim to own anything. But he wants us to know that he has given us the access to anything anything and everything that we want everything that we need God has given us that kind of access Uh, this is what I want to emphasize before I even go to the Word of God access access not ownership hallelujah Now, I I want us to read the word of God in the book of Luke. Luke chapter 15, from verse 21 to verse 24. Luke chapter 15, verse 21 to verse 24. Now, this is the story that most of us, we, um, we are familiar with we are familiar with the story because it is a story about the prodigal son the prodigal son who who one day said to his father he wants the share of the estate he wants the share of the estate the bible declares that the father did as he requested He shared the estate amongst the sons and the son the younger son took his share and went out and he squandered it he squandered it he lost everything that he owned now by by the virtue of him asking the father the share of his estate The son was literally saying that he do not want to be, or rather, he do not want to have the access of the riches, but he wants to own them. He did not see the importance of him being around the father. And remember the word father in Greek the real meaning of the word father in Greek it means the source so therefore he failed to understand that him being around the father he was attached to the source the source of everything that he wanted it was his father The father was the source of all the riches all the riches that he wanted the father was the real source and he made the mistake that cost that costed him everything he said father i won the share of the estate and he went out he detached himself from the source he detached himself from the source you take the fish outside the water it cannot survive why because the source its source is the water it will surely die it will surely die it will surely die you cannot take the fish outside the water even if it thinks that it can survive outside the water it will never survive because now you are taking it outside its source which is the water if you cut off the stems from the trees from the tree the tree the the stems will not survive they might survive for the first second and third day but on the fourth day they will be dry because why you have taken them out from its source which is the tree they will die by the virtue of you taking them out of their source which is the tree you remove the tree from the ground you are killing that tree because why you are literally taking it out outside you are taking it out from the source which is the ground and this prodigal son that's what he did and he did not realize that i am i am signing my death certificate by actually asking for my share and there was nothing wrong for him to ask for his share and remain under his father's wings but he he went to a foreign land and squandered all that he had now let's let's read from verse 21 let's read from verse 21 to verse 24 then the the son said to him father i have sinned against heaven and against you i am no longer worthy to be called your son but the father said to his servants quick bring the best robe and put it on him put the ring on his finger and sandals on his feet bring the fetid calf and kill it let's have let's have a feast and celebrate for this son of mine was dead and is alive he was lost and is found so they began to celebrate amen amen this is the son this is this is the response this is the son realizing that he he messed up he messed up and even before he realized that he messed up the first thing the first thing that he did to his father and without even having to realize he it was and him having to go out from his father's wings does it, it was an act of rebellion the act of rebellion because now we, you cannot live outside of the covering of your father. When you go outside, you will start learning new things, new cultures. You will start to imitate the world. You will start to imitate the systems of the world because you are no more under the authority and the covering of your father. And that is what we call rebellion. And the true, the true, the true meaning of the word rebellion is an armed resistance to a to an established kingdom amen an armed resistance to an established kingdom when you when you resist orders given by by the leader or or, 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 or a government that's what you call rebellion. You resist to take orders. You resist. You resist. You are in the resistance, and that's what we call rebellion. And rebellion caused people to sin. That is why when he came, he said, "I have sinned against heaven and earth." The first thing that he did was not sinning; it was rebellion. He said, "Father, I have sinned against heaven and and against you." And, and 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 rebellion brings forth it gives birth to sin firstly rebellion gives birth to sin and sin gives birth to death and this is why at the last verse my, the, the father says my father my, my son was dead and now he's alive he was lost now he's found rebellion gives birth to what to death to sin and sin gives birth to death the bible declares that for the wages of sin is death and god 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 hates god hates rebellion so much that he even created death as a penalty to rebellion yes death was not created by satan no it was not created by satan death was created by god this happened right at the beginning this happened in the garden of Eden when god gave adam the right to eat of every fruit every tree that he wanted but he said adam there is a certain tree in the middle of the garden this tree of good and evil you should you should not touch it the day you touch it you will surely die now this is this is god who was instituting death she was re he was establishing death he created death as a punishment or as a as a penalty to rebellion he says adam you have got everything that you have that you need but do not touch that the day you decide to rebel against me you will surely die you will certainly die so this this father says, my my son, my son was dead. My son was dead. But now he is alive. My son was dead. He is, he is alive. By the virtue of him coming back to the source. By the virtue of him realizing that outside the source I am dead. But if I am inside the source, I am surely going to be alive. Amen. Now I want to I want us to look at what this father did. The Bible says he, 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 he. Before we even go there, in the book of in the book of First Samuel chapter 15, verse 23, this is where king saul rebelled against god we all know the story we all know the story and 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 look listen to what the prophet says to to king saul he says for rebellion is as the scene of witchcraft so if you rebel against god the bible declares you you are you are, you, you 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 are as good as you are as bad as the witch For the first person to rebel was not even Adam; was Satan. Satan rebelled against God, and all all those angels. Satan and the third of the angels they rebelled against God. And God says, when He spoke to Saul, says, "For the sin, for rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft. You are a witch when you rebel." Now, the first thing that we should fight to win, the first war that we should fight to win. Is this thing called rebellion? We cannot afford to be rebels because God hates so much. And for the reason of, of 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 rebellion, there is a result. There is this thing called death. God created death. He was not created by devil. He was not created by Satan. God is going to kill Satan. Is he? he's going to kill those who are rebellious now we have to be very careful now this is what the father said that this is what the father did and it, it i find it very interesting the first thing when 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 on verse 22 on verse 22 can we quickly look at the verse verses 22 But the father said to his servant, Quick, bring the best robe. Amen. The best robe, the robe. What does the robe represent? It represents royalty. Now, the, this father was a king. This father was a king. The son realized realized that the, 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 the servants of his father are living nice. They are living, they are, they are servants, but they are, they've got food to eat. But him has as the son the prodigal son he was eating with pigs he was always dirty, eating with the pigs but the servants in his father's house that they've got food to spare that's what the bible says They got food to spare but him being the son he is suffering now when he came the bible says on verse 22 the father commanded the servants, the angels put on put him clothe him with the best robe which represents royalty imagine being a king who lives as a as a slave a king who lives as a slave now the father restored things on this. On this, he restored the royalty. He said, "You are, you are a king. You are a king. You are a king. You cannot live like that. You are a king. Amen. You are a king, my son. You are a king. Hence, I am giving you this robe today. You might have been living as a slave. You, you have been living as a slave because you rebel. You rebelled against me." You have been living as a slave because you you detach you detached yourself from the source but because you we had realized that i am your only true source i am restoring the royalty the authority back to you amen i'm restoring it to you the the, the, the second thing that the father the father did was to give him the second ring the ring he gave him the ring and put it on his finger now now the significance of the ring in the story the significance it carries three factors the first it it symbolizes the name the name of the father the name of the family and the name has to do with the identity you see when you detach yourself from god when you detach yourself from the source when you detach yourself from the kingdom of god you lose things you lose things that are so significant in your life you first lose your god-given royalty you become a slave even though you are not a slave and you will surely you will surely lose your identity. The Bible declares in the in the in the book of Genesis, God said, "Let us make man in our own image. Let us make man in our own image. Let us make man in our own image." This is what the man lost. He lost the name of his father, the identity. He had identity crisis. That is why he did not know what to do imagine a king living with pigs eating with pigs waking with pigs sleeping with pigs imagine imagine that kind of a crisis a child of god who is born again but this happened because a man decided to move to move away from the presence of god He 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 he. This happened by the virtue of him moving away from the presence of God. He says, "I'm giving, I'm restoring the name back to you. I'm restoring your identity as my son. This ring represents the identity. Secondly, 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 it it represents authority. It represents authority. The word authority in Greek it means exosia." exosia it is a a delegated influence or jurisdiction jurisdiction and this word it simply means the right to administer justice it is a legal word the right to administer justice so this this this, this the, the father was was, was restoring this he, he he made him a judge over his kingdom again and it also means the power that gives up the ability to overcome the, of, to overcome oppression Their power to overcome oppression. Jesus Christ says, I have given you the authority to tremble over the scorpions and the snakes. Amen. In the kingdom of God, we are not beggars. Because God has, has given us the authority. This ring represents authority. It represents authority because we are kings in the kingdom. Listen, child of God. Listen, child of God, some of the prayers, some of the prayer requests are so n- unnecessary because we are Christians who are full of prayer requests, not realizing that God had, had given us the authority to, to command things. We were made kings, and kings command, the kings do not beg, a king do not beg. There are certain things we should not even beg. There are certain things we are supposed to just speak, and the servants of our Father will surely bring them to pass. By the virtue of us having this ring, God says, "I am restoring. I am restoring the authority, the, the authority, and this authority means that we can we can say whatever we want, and it shall come to pass." God says, "I am making men in my own image; they shall subdue." They shall they shall have dominion over the scope over the fish over the, the the livestock but yet we are having Christians today who who beg who beg who beg because the at other prayers they God had 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 encrypted the message in other prayer requests that they will only be responsive to authority not begging and listen to this very carefully other prayer requests god made them to only be responsive to authority when you pray and say god i am asking you to bless you should not be able or that's not how authority works authority authority commands authority commands god has has given us this authority authority commands and things happen Today we are in a crisis as the world because the church, the church, it is misplaced. We are in the crisis today because the church is full of people who are full, who are, who, who have prayer quest. The church has a, a, an identity crisis. The church do not know what God has instilled in them. The church, it is a an agency that God God had put here on earth by a reason. We are we are supposed to overcome the oppression in the realm of the spirit. Jesus says, I have given you the authority to tremble over the scorpions and the snakes. I have given. He says, Peter, Peter, I have given you the keys of the kingdom. I have given you the keys of the kingdom. Whatsoever you bind on earth, it shall be bound in heaven. Whatsoever you lose on earth, it shall be loosed in heaven. And today we are having the church that, that, that does not even know what God had given them. Listen. He says, seek ye first the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness and all these other things shall be given to you. Today we are having a problem as the church, as the body of Christ because we as the children of God we do not seek the kingdom but we seek the things of God. Not realizing that God intentionally made it to to be this way that we first find the kingdom because when you have the kingdom of God you will then realize that there is no need for you to pray for other things because you have the access. The, the, third, the, the third factor of of this ring, it represents access. Hallelujah. The, 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 the third aspect of this ring represents a- access. You now, access means you do not have. should you, you you shouldn't be able you shouldn't pray for other things because you had found the kingdom of god now listen jesus never claimed to be the kingdom of god he never claimed to be the he said i am the door to the father i am the door to the father i am the way the truth and the life but he has never claimed to be kingdom of God now the kingdom of God it is another dimension it is not enough to be born again it is not enough to just meet Jesus and and remain there there is another dimension by the dimension called the kingdom and this dimension it is a place where God is calling us to all of us as the born again believers The dimension of power the dimension of authority the dimension where we subdue the dimension of dominion the dimension of making laws this dimension to subdue amen this is the dimension that god is calling us to we are not yet there we are not yet there as the ch- children of god but god is calling us there this this dimension is the dimension that adam operated on when he was in the in, in the garden of eden he had the authority of god before he sinned but after he sinned god took him out of garden of eden garden of Eden representing the presence of God this is where God is calling us we are facing lots of crisis today there is lots of diseases that are emerging coronavirus and you name them because the church is not where it is supposed to be the church is not having the authority the church is not where it is supposed to be. We are supposed to repent and remember that there is God. There is God, our Father, who is waiting for us. And seek ye first. Seek. Listen, Bazalwani. This kingdom of God, it is something that we are supposed to seek. God will not come and seek us this kingdom this dimension called the kingdom it is something that one has to make a decision to go and look for it if you do not look for this kingdom you you will not find it the life that we are living that this is this is not how God wants us to live God wants us to live as kings here on earth by the virtue of us finding living in this kingdom we will have access because he said to peter peter i have given you the keys of the kingdom listen when you have found the kingdom there is no need for you to pray for other things because god has given you the access to this kingdom you can open any door that you need you can open every door that you need and you will find it and we should remember in much as as much as we have found this kingdom we do not own it but god has given us the access if god has had even you the grace to become a parent you do not own those kids god has had given you the access to become a parent if you are the pastor the moment you start saying this is my my church this is my people this is my my anointing this is my 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 wisdom this is my doctrine this church we believe in this doctrine you are taking ownership of things that are not supposed to be yours we are the stewards steward in the kingdom we are the steward in the kingdom. We do not own anything, but God has given us the pastor. God has, has given you the, the, the access to be the shepherd. You are not the owner. We do not own those people. They belong to God. They belong to God. The job that you are having, God has given you the access to it. It belongs to God. It belongs to God access not ownership access not ownership as i conclude can we read the book of genesis chapter 41 verses 39 to 42 genesis chapter 41 verse 39 till verses 42 Then Pharaoh said to Joseph, Since God has made all this known to you, there is no one so discerning and wise as you. You shall be in charge of my palace, and all my people are to submit to your orders. Only with respect to the throne will I be greater than you. So Pharaoh said to Joseph, I hereby put this, put you in charge of the whole of of the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took his second ring from his finger, and put it on Joseph's finger. He dressed him in a robe of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. We see the very same thing that happened on the book of. the book of luke chapter 15 whereby pharaoh he is he is putting joseph as an administrator of his kingdom by the virtue of joseph interpreting the dreams that pharaoh had and the magicians of egypt couldn't even interpret those dreams but pharaoh by the spirit of the living god he was able joseph by the spirit of the living god he was able to interpret those dreams But now, the significance, the similarity of this book, Genesis chapter 41, and the similarity of the book, Luke chapter 15, Pharaoh did the same thing. He gave Joseph the ring and the robe. The father gave the prodigal son the ring and the robe. There is a significance of of what is happening right here. Pharaoh gave Joseph, the authority says, Joseph, I'm giving you the I'm giving you my name, and you are carrying this kingdom wherever you are. You are carrying this kingdom wherever you are, and I'm giving you the authority to make laws. You shall you, you, you shall be the ruler of the whole land of 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 Egypt. They will worship you in the very same way that you are worshiping me. That they are worshiping me, but there is. What Pharaoh says, I says, only I, Pharaoh, will be greater than you, Joseph. Now, Pharaoh says, Joseph, I am giving you access to this kingdom. I am giving you access in as much you, as you, you, you will have the access and you will have the authority to make laws, to make rules, to make whatever that you want in this kingdom. Joseph, I am giving you the access, but you do not own this kingdom. I, Pharaoh, I, Pharaoh will be the only one who's greater than you amen now in the kingdom we are here to serve god god has given us the authority he's given us his name the identity he has given us the access he's given us the authority to to subdue to subdue to make laws and to pass judgments but we are not owners of this power we are not owners we are not owners we have the access we have got access as i conclude i want the believers to be encouraged jesus said what shall it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his own soul we are living in a time whereby we we cannot afford to detach ourselves from the source we cannot afford to do that because the king of glory he can come at any time from now let us be encouraged and seek the kingdom of god all is righteousness all is righteousness let us seek it day and night this is not a a one-day job We keep on seeking the kingdom of God every day of our lives. We seek the kingdom of God every day of our lives. We seek the face of God every day of our lives. Invest your time in reading the word, invest your time in prayer, limit the time on social media, limit the time on watching TV, limit your time on following the trends but let us pursue the face of god let us pursue his presence all the day of our lives the day of the lord is at hand you cannot afford to lose the glorious salvation of our god at this very last moment the trumpet of god can sound at any time god has given us the access and there is a grace that god has poured out to us as his children on this last day that those who are seeking his face they shall surely taste the power of the coming world the holy spirit is here to assist us to prayer yes men of god give those those people, the church, your church to God. Give your children, your spiritual children to God. Give yourself to God and you will see the the Holy Spirit functioning through you, even through your children in the Lord. The gifts of healing will, will flow without any hindrances. The Spirit of God will be starting to pour out in the churches those who are are connected to the source they will flow from their bellies will flow the rivers of the living waters let us be encouraged and seek the face of the of God all days of our lives till our day till our last breath here on earth let us seek his face let us seek his face without being tired because he is the life. He is the source of life. We detach ourselves from him. We will die. We will surely die. We will surely die. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Your word is true. Your word is powerful. Your word is the lamp unto our feet pray oh god that let your name be exalted above every other name we thank you oh god for the grace of salvation we thank you oh god for loving us even though we do not deserve to be loved we thank you for the grace of you having to give us the authority you having to give us your name and you having to give us the access into your kingdom. Oh God, while we would not comprehend, why would you do that to us as mere humans? We sin against you, oh God, but yet you consider us as your sons. When we sin, you call us back to your presence and you forgive us and you restore the things that the enemy had stolen. Father, we thank you we do not deserve such a blessing we do not deserve such a loving father oh heavenly father we pray oh god that as the year commence oh god may we be positioned as your children i pray oh god that pull us back in line oh god with your will and your purpose may we start to live the lives that are purposeful oh god Open our eyes to realize that your purpose about our lives. Open our ears so that we may be obedient, to oh God. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we are casting down the spirit of rebellion, because we know that because of rebellion, you, can, you created death and the wages of sin. is death, Oh God. By the virtue of us rebelling against you, we, we eventually sin against you and we die. Oh Lord, we command the spirit of rebellion to we subdue it under the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Oh Heavenly Father, you are worthy to be praised. There is none like you. Receive all the glory, receive all the power, receive all the majesty in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Amen and amen. A blessed morning to everyone blessed morning to the body of Christ a peculiar generation generation of Apostles prophets kings and priests I am greeting you all in the most powerful name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth I really hope that everyone is blessed this morning, as I acknowledge that it is a blessing to be having to talk to you regarding a matter that is of most importance, I believe. A matter that it is a general matter to all of us as born again believers and we have to address issues we really have to address issues of course we are going to read the word and do the study (coughs) there is some things that as the body of Christ we are going through sometimes because of lack lack of knowledge we are succumbed to defeat But today, I believe that God is going to help us to establish solutions and help us to really be transformed into the image of His Son, who is Jesus Christ. Amen. Once again, I am greeting you all in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. The subject that I want us to tackle today, it is internal warfare. Internal warfare. And today I really want us to talk. Is a talk show, if you may call it. want us to talk because <clears throat> such matters really need us to talk. just to be soft as possible because we are addressing matters of most importance internal warfare internal warfare or internal conflicts now a human being it is a product of many natures, amongst them a natures that I want us to focus on today is a sinful nature and a spiritual nature. And these two natures we all possess as the born again believers. We all possess these natures. We all possess these natures. And these natures are at war with each other all of them they want to they want to flourish just like in a ring of war whereby two boxers have to fight for a certain championship these two boxers they are not there to make friends but they are there for to to, they mean business they are there to fight and at the end of the match there has to be only one and only one winner who is going to be declared a victor and they fight They are not friends when they are in the ring. These two opponents. The only thing that makes them to be in one room is because they are opponents. And our sinful nature, it is contained within our body. It is contained within our body. But it is at home with each other. It is at home with each other. The sinful nature and the spiritual nature. Amen. Now it is of most importance to understand what is going on. Because if you are ignorant of this, we are going to be succumbed to things that we don't even know what's going on. Now, but in the ring of all there is another character that is very important, and I want us to really focus on this character, which is called the referee. And a referee is an individual who, fights, who facilitates the war or the fight between these two opponents. He is the one who fights, and I believe that is the most important person in this war. He is the very most important person, because he's the one who is facilitating. Amen. And we have to understand the role of this person called the called the referee. It is to give instructions. Or information to the fighters he understands how this play has to go he understands the laws of, of this fight so he's the one who's carrying that information he gives it to the fighters by so doing he is he is giving them a platform to fight using the correct information or laws and he is the one who enforces them should one fighter violates the law he will fulfill the match he will be penalized because he did not carry the instructions as he was supposed to now a referee that is his role carries out he gives the instructions and the information, and that is the most important person. I don't want us to down look on this person because he's the most important person in this warfare. He is in the war as well. In as much as he's not part of the war, he's not the one who's doing the who does the fights, but he's the one who carries the information of the fight. And we need to really unpack. And see the importance of this man, of this individual in this war, a referee. Now, he is a type of a media or medium. A referee, he is a type of a media or a medium. Because the word media or medium, it is it, it, it means a format for communicating or presenting for info, information. A format for communicating communication or presenting information. So this is a referee for He is a type of a media or, or, or a medium. Now a medium it is something or someone that is very important. In, in our lifestyle in our, in our livelihood because without information we cannot function information is very important in our daily lives. there's another form of medium it is someone who 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 conveys conveys information from the spiritual world we remember the, the scripture of Samuel when he consulted. A medium a witch because God had turned his back away from somewhere from Saul I mean to say from Saul God did not speak to him through the dreams God did not speak to him through the prophets God was just quiet but therefore he realized that someone there's a lady there's a woman who can speak on my behalf a woman who is able to speak and signal seek information that i cannot access and he he was able to speak to the prophet prophet somewhere even though he was there the spirit of the prophet Samuel, he it emerged from the ground and he spoke to him he spoke to him the message, the information that was hindered, that was that was unavailable for him. He got it through the medium. <clears throat> Amen. God did not speak to the the king, King Saul. The prophet did not speak to him, but he was able to access the information through the medium. I want us to really see the importance of information that we access through mediums. Remember, we are speaking about internal warfare, internal warfare. Hallelujah. And there is this war between our sinful nature and the spirit nature and we all possess these natures as the children of God. And, and, my spiritual nature will only thrive it will only thrive based on the information that I receive even my sinful nature will only thrive based on the information that I receive and the information I get is from the media or, or, or the mediums the format the format for communicating or receiving knowledge information <sniffs> hallelujah and we have to be careful on the type of information that we consume because that information it will determine who wins between the sinful nature or the spirit nature Hallelujah. Now the question is: Where does the information go when consumed? Where does the information con goes when consumed? It goes to the soul of a man. It goes to the soul of a man, and I want us to talk about the soul today. We are going. We are mostly going to focus on the soul because it it, it plays such a great role in the whole topic or in this internal conflict there is a conflict and 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 many of us we are going through such conflict we do we don't even know how to tackle we don't even know how to address such things now we are dealing with root causes today root causes of such conflicts and how can we eventually win because the Bible declares that even though we are of this we are on this world we are not of this world we are here but we are not of this world after being born again God did not take the sinful, the sinful nature away it is still there it is still there it is still existing in our bodies it is still there Now we need to know, we have to have the right information on how to take care of this thing called sinful sinful nature. (sighs) Because it is because of the sinful nature that the wrath of God is coming. The wrath of God is coming because of this sinful nature. Because it cannot obey the word of God. you cannot obey the will of God. Hence, we need to treat this with seriousness. We have to treat this thing called sinful nature with seriousness. Hallelujah. Genesis chapter 2 verse 7. It says, And God, Lord, formed a man of the dust. Of the ground and breathed into him, into his nostrils, the breath of life, and the man became a living soul. So there's this thing God deposited in us, He deposited soul, He deposit, He deposited the soul in us, and we need to establish. What is the soul? What does the soul mean? Because now other people, they confuse the soul and the spirit. But we need to establish today. What does the word soul mean? What does it mean? And it has to do with our emotions. It has to do with our emotions. Our, and our intellectual energy. Our willpower. And our thoughts. That is, that is our soul. Amen. Our emotions, our intellectual energies, the willpower, and our thoughts. Remember, I am the spirit, I live in the body, and I possess a soul. And let me repeat that. I am the spirit. I live in a body. And I possess a I possess a soul. And the soul means it points to my intellectual energies, my emotions, my willpower and thoughts. It means the things that my physical body get interacted with, they can, they get deposited to my soul. They get deposited in my whatever that I touch, whatever that I see, whatever that I hear. All the senses, whatever that I sense with my with my physical body, it gets deposited to my soul, to my emotions, to my in, intellectual energies. To my willpower and my thoughts. If the things that I see are things of evil, wickedness. They get deposited to my soul. I become the product of those things that gets deposited. Through what I touch, what I feel, what I hear, what I see. Amen the type of information, it gets transferred to my soul. The the information that I get, that I access as a child of God, the information from the media, the format, from the format of communication, which is media, mediums, that type of information, it gets transferred deposited into my soul and what I receive what the soul rece- what, the, what the soul receives it is that which makes me as a man thinketh in his heart so is he the Bible declares and anything that I I see anything that I spend my time watching. It shall control my thoughts. It shall control how I do things. It shall control my emotions. My intellectual energies. It shall control my willpower. My willpower it is subjected to uh, it is subjected to what I feed it with. Remember, God gave us willpower, willfully so. He gave us this willpower so that we can obey His will through our willpower. Our, our, our soul, it is it is most important thing in a human life. And it needs to be guarded with all diligence because there is a war God he is fighting for our soul and also the enemy Satan the devil he is fighting for our soul as well and it needs to be guarded with all diligence meaning we have to regulate what we see we have to regulate what we hear we have to regulate what we touch we have to regulate anything that We sense, because the things that we see, we touch, we hear, we see, we feel, they eventually go to our, to our soul. And the soul of a man, it it is a treasure of a man, it needs to be guarded with all diligence. You want to control a man. Control his soul. Control his thoughts. Control how he thinks. Control his emotions. There are certain situations that we are keeping on going back to. Because our emotions are captured. Our emotions are captured. We have to be very careful... At what we watch on television. And this is the media of 21st century. The enemy has influence on the media houses. Your social media. You open your social media platforms. What we see there, it is the enemy selling himself. And as a child of God, you are feeding your soul with with this wickedness that is happening on social media you feed your mind your thoughts your your, your willpower with whatever that we what with 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 whatever that we see on the social media platforms and this is a form of mediums because they convey information to our soul directly to our souls And our way of thinking, the pattern of our thinking... It is in line with what we see, with what we consume in these media platforms. Hallelujah. And we need to regulate ourselves. If possible, exit these social media platforms. Regulate what you see, what you feel, what you hear... Because the Bible says our eyes are the windows to our souls. It means whatever that you see, it gets deposited to your soul. And if it gets deposited to your soul, you eventually become dead. The information that you, that you, you, you receive, it will either feed your sinful nature or your spirit man either it will feed your sinful nature or your spirit man now it is very important that the information that we feed on it is the one that will be beneficiary to our spirit man hallelujah Matthew chapter 22, 37 Jesus said unto him, Thou shalt love your Lord thy God with all thy soul, with all thy heart, and with all thy thoughts. Hallelujah. Thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, your soul and your thoughts this is Jesus speaking In verse 38 he highlights he says this is the greatest command why can why should he say this loving God with all our hearts our soul and our thoughts Jesus Christ is saying Watch your thoughts, watch your heart because that's where your willpower lies. Love God, love God your Lord with all your heart because that's where your willpower lies. Love Him with your soul, love Him with your thoughts. Hallelujah. This is the greatest command, Mazeruani. This is the greatest command. Hallelujah. This is the war between God and Satan. He says, love God with all your heart, your soul, and your mind. The enemy also wants to influence our hearts, our soul, and our thoughts. This internal warfare uh, It is the product of the information that we co- consume. Information that we consume. The information that we consume. The enemy is sponsoring the social media platforms to control our thoughts our willpower. because if you are subjected to the enemy you cannot submit to the will of God you cannot submit to him you cannot submit to his word love God, all your, love God with all, your, all of your heart your soul, and your mind. And this is the greatest command. This is the greatest command. Paul explains these matters in the book of Romans chapter 7 verse 18. And he says, For I know that good does not dwell in me, That is my sinful nature. For I had a desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. This man, he is acknowledging that there is no good that dwells in him. He desires to do what is good, but there is no good that dwells in him. He wants to do the will of God. But there is no good that dwells in him. He cannot even carry it out. It is just a desire that he wants to do. He cannot carry it out. I know there are lots of us Christians who are feeling like this man today. There is no good that dwells in us. We want to carry it. It out, we have the desire to do the will of God. We have to desire to please God. It is just a desire, but we cannot carry it out. We cannot. It is. It is as, as, as It looks as an impossibility to do the will of God. But here is here is what influences this force. Here is the secret. This is what influences this wall that is within me as an individual. The type of information that you feed your soul with. It fuels this desire, this wickedness that is in you. You are the child of God. You want to please God. But you are keeping on repeating the same habit time and again time and again, time and again the type of information refrain from feeding your soul with wrong information refrain from feeding or spending time on the media because all of those channels that you watch on your television they are there to capture your soul and if your soul is captured it means your willpower is captured your intellectual energy is captured your thoughts are captured your emotions are captured we have to guard our souls with all diligence. Because Paul says, I know that good does not dwell in me. Why? 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 Why is that so? Because there is a possibility that the time that we spend on the type of information, that we it is not there to edify the, the spirit man, but it is there to edify the sinful man. At the end of the day, there, there has to be a winner between a, a sinful nature and a spirit spirit nature It does not happen by default What do you do when you are alone in your room You have your phone and internet What do you what do you search The same thing that you search It will edify either your soul your spirit man or your sinful nature You can be a child of God. You spend seven hours on social media. And you don't pray. And you expect. The spirit man to flourish. Because. This thing is a journey. It has not happened overnight. Conversion of a soul does not happen overnight. It is. It takes you to repeat. The same pattern of prayer. Same pattern of spending time with God. Fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Because ultimately the soul has to be converted into the image of Christ. And this conversion, it takes time. the information that you feed yourself with. It is very important in this subject. Amen. Psalms 19 verse 7. Psalms 19 verse 7. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The law of the Lord, it is perfect and it converts the soul. It means it changes the soul. Now the type of information that we feed on, if it is not the word of God, it will, it will convert our soul into something else. It will convert our soul into something else. Which is not perfect. The law of the Lord is perfect. It converts the soul. Because in the law of the Lord. There is information. Information. That needs to be. Read. And when we feed on this information that is in the law of God, it converts our soul. Our soul needs conversion. Conversion takes time. It does not happen over a night. It does not happen over a night. Now we have been feeding our soul with wrong information. That is why the sinful man is so powerful against the the spirit man. That is why the believers, we are defeated. We are defeated. We are living sinful, sinful lives. Because we don't feed on the law of God, which is perfect. And it is the one that has to convert our souls. Now. Our souls, we have to treat them. With most diligence because any information that we receive it goes to our souls and it conveys that message to to either the spirit man or the or, or the physical man. We have to be careful. We have to be careful. The the information that we get will determine who wins this battle, who wins this warfare, this internal warfare. We have to be very careful that who wins this warfare. God wants us to be at peace with Him. He wants to live in us. But we, we need to start first reading or consuming the correct information that will con- convert our soul into the image of Christ, which is the law of God. The law of God is perfect, converting the soul. <laughs> Amen. I'd like to thank everyone who listened today. I'd like to bless everyone who listened. It is the prayer of my heart. We will start seeing victories in our personal lives. And start engaging with the things of God rather than engaging with the things of the world. I hope this message will come. Will, will transform you into the image of Christ. Stay blessed and be blessed in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen.